For the new year, I really want to make sure that sauning is a big part of my wellness routine, and that is where I'm thrilled to bring in Bond Charge. Bond Charge is a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize your life in every way. Founded on science and inspired by nature, all Bond Charge products adapt ancestral ways of living in our modern-day world. Their extensive range of premium wellness products help you sleep better, perform better, and have more energy, recover faster, balance hormones, reduce inflammation. The list really is endless. If you're interested, go to bondcharge.com manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15%. That's B-O-N-C-H-A-R-G-E.com slash manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15% off on your purchase. That's bondcharge.com slash manifest. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. So don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more that you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash manifest. Just go to indeed.com slash manifest right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash manifest. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Manifest with Tori D. Simone. I'm your host, Tori D. Simone, and we're back for another episode. Um, I'm really happy to be back today talking about happier stuff. I feel like last week I was like kind of in a rant, which makes a lot of sense because this week I, um, I guess I'm now that girl that's like talking about her period and stuff, but I got my period today and I feel like it makes so much sense because I was like, Oh, I really wasn't PMSing. But then I look back on last week. I'm like, that was like kind of a PMS episode. And now today I've just been like crying all day long. And I think this is going to make sense when I talk about this in today's episode, because, um, I was just getting like a little bit overwhelmed as I was like scripting it out. I had to like step away for a little bit, come back to it, completely rework the episode. And I love with, um, I love now the direction of the episode and with where it went. And I'm really excited to talk about time management for the summer today, especially because you guys know that I'm someone that is so type A. I mean, I have planners for a living. So I love having a plan, abiding by the plan, doing the plan. Like I'm all about a plan. Um, it's like that audio where it's like, I'm so go with the flow, but what time does the flow start? Like that is me. And, um, you know, what's funny is one of my favorite phrases is life happens when you're busy making plans. And if that ain't the truth right now in life and for the summer and in this week, it's been a wild ride. So on Sunday night, I sat down and I made my time block for the week, which I love weekly time blocking. Um, that is in my manifest planners in the digital and the physical version. It's probably my most used spread, um, other than my daily spreads and like the to-do list and stuff. My weekly time block is like my go-to. So this week on Sunday, when I was like planning out my time block, I ended up canceling like a couple of things just because I didn't really have time for it. Um, so I ended up canceling a couple of like social events and just like catch up things like that, that I can do another time. And, um, Monday, I'm, you know, doing work, doing work. My boyfriend was actually off of work because he, um, injured his finger. (laughs) He actually broke his finger. So he wasn't on work on Monday to like go to the doctor and get x-rays about it and everything. Well, wouldn't you have it that he needed to get emergency 
surgery on his finger. <laughs> like, or so your finger has like three parts to it, like three sections of bones. He shattered the middle section of bones in his one finger. And if he didn't get surgery on it, the top bone would have died. And I don't really know what that means, but it sounds horrible. So maybe like the top of his finger would have died. I really don't know. So we had to get emergency surgery the next day, which was yesterday, which was Tuesday for me. I'm recording this on a Wednesday, which is I never do it on a Wednesday. So like I'm very thrown off right now. But anyway, so yeah, all day yesterday we were at the hospital, which was crazy. It was a 30-minute surgery and thank goodness everything was went very well. Everyone at the hospital was so kind. Um, it was great surgery, huge success. We're hoping he has a cast anyway, but he had to be there at 8am. So we, and it was in Philly. So we had to like drive into the city during rush hour. So that like takes time to do. Um, and then we didn't get back home until like 3.30 yesterday. Like we were just at the hospital all day and the surgery was only like 30 minutes, but there's just a lot of stuff. Like you have to check in and then you get like, you know, your IV. Like there's just a lot that like goes into like pre-surgery and stuff. So anyway, all day yesterday was about this emergency surgery. And it just like is so fitting with today's episode that's like, you can plan, plan, plan all you want, but then life passes you by and life happens and you're just thrown off your course and you just have to like roll with the punches that life gives you. So yesterday was definitely an example of rolling with the punches. And then today I woke up, I was like, I'm going to do everything that I needed to do yesterday. I'm going to do it today. I woke up, got my period, which was kind of like, it was like expected, but like a couple days early. Um, so anyway, I got my period and I was like, Oh great. Blah, 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 whatever. Sitting down to type. And I'm just like getting so overwhelmed with everything that I'm talking about in today's episode. It was going to be a totally different direction. It was going to be about summer, but it was kind of going to be like, a find your best self in these next 90 days of summer and like a very like goal oriented episode and like routines and planning and like all this stuff. And I'm not kidding. As I sat down to like type out and talk about like my training schedule, my workout schedule, my morning routines, my daily routines, my weekly routines, like all that sort of stuff. I got so overwhelmed and I started to cry because I think because I'm on my period, but I just started to get so overwhelmed and I went downstairs and obviously my boyfriend is still here because he just got surgery yesterday. So he's not at work today. And he was like, it's totally okay. And like, we balance each other out very well because I'm very like type A planner and he can't plan to save the life of him. Like if I ask him what he wants for dinner, he's like, I don't even know what I'm going to do in a minute. You know what I mean? So like we're very opposites that way. And he's like, you just have to like take it one day at a time. And I was like, you know what? Like you're so right. And so I took his advice and I just kind of like got some perspective, went outside for a little bit. And I just was able to like reapproach this episode with such a better mindset. And I just feel so much better. And it landed on a new topic that I like a lot more, which is time management for the summer, rather than trying to like be perfect and make it all work. Just kind of realizing that like you have to be a little bit more flexible in busier seasons of your life. So whether your busy season is the summer or it's a fall or winter or spring, whatever it is, just allowing flexibility in your life is so important. And that's kind of what we're going to dive into today with time management. We're going to talk about goals. We're going to talk about priorities. We're going to talk about a work-life balance. Um, and last summer I had an episode called like a balanced girl summer. And this is kind of like volume two of that. Um, just really talking about being flexible in the summertime, being flexible in a busy season of your life and just kind of like rolling with the punches that life throws at you while having like a very flexible plan. So time management tips for the summer. I hope you guys enjoy it. I'm really excited to, um, to talk about it today. But before we dive into today's episode, I did kind of want to circle back on what I was talking about last week, which was no scrolling or doom scrolling or like how I felt like I was just kind of like wasting my time and life, quite frankly, scrolling on social media. I really loved last week's episode and I definitely recommend that you guys listen to it if you have not already. I don't love the title that I landed on, but I also didn't want it to be like my thoughts on social media or like me shit because that's not what it is. Like it's not shit talking social media. It's about like my doom scrolling and like how scrolling has prevented so much for me. So I kind of made the title about like breaking bad habits and like what really stands in my way of me being my higher self. And like, for me, it's scrolling. So once I eliminated scrolling out of my 
life, week, whatever it might be, I just started instantly noticing a lot of good things and all of the intentions that I was talking about last week kind of started to happen and come to fruition. And it was just a cool momentum to realize and that I wanted to build upon. So I kind of just wanted to like recap what happened last week when I did not scroll. I made some notes of what I realized from week one and I kind of wanted to share them with you guys. Um, so again, if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, listen to last week's episode. It was pretty much me just saying like, I want to stop scrolling. And if I did stop scrolling, I think these five things would happen. And I'm pretty sure all five of those things did happen once I stopped just scrolling mindlessly on social media. With that, I also like just didn't really go on social media because I just was like, what's the point of posting? Like, I don't know. I just kind of like didn't really post a lot. And I posted on Monday a little bit, but I didn't, I haven't posted much this week at all either. Maybe I'll post later today, but I felt like I was able on Monday to go on post and then get off. But anyway, okay. So I didn't scroll at all last week and I made some notes of what I realized from week one. And this is what I want to share. So number one, I did a puzzle with my boyfriend and that was really, really fun. Um, because normally like after work, um, we would just like sit on the couch or just like chill, watch TV, like nothing that's like really bonding the two of us, but we did a puzzle one night and it was really, really fun. And we both really enjoyed it. The only downside is now that we finished that puzzle, we just need to go buy another puzzle and puzzles can get like low key expensive. It was like $11, I think. And it was an office theme puzzle. So it was really fun, but it was like an $11 puzzle and kind of expensive if you want to get like one puzzle a week or whatever. So I think what I'm going to do is just go to a thrift store and thrift puzzles. Um, my grandma also has a ton of puzzles like at my parents' house. So maybe I'll just go get like one of her puzzles. Sorry, grandma, um, if you're listening, but I think it's, I think you'd let me puzzle. Um, so yeah, I think I'm going to thrift some puzzles and not buy a ton of them, but it was really fun. And we're going to frame our office puzzle. So that'll be really fun. For the new year, I really want to make sure that sauning is a big part of my wellness routine, and that is where I'm thrilled to bring in Bond Charge. Bond Charge is a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize your life in every way. Founded on science and inspired by nature, all Bond Charge products adapt ancestral ways of living in our modern-day world. Their extensive range of premium wellness products help you sleep better, perform better, and have more energy, recover faster, balance hormones, reduce inflammation. The list really is endless. So from blue light glasses, starlight therapy, to EMF management, and circadian-friendly lighting, Bond Charge products help you naturally address the issues of our modern day way of life effortlessly with maximum impact. One of my favorite products from Bond Charge is their infrared sauna blanket. I loved sauning and I have for a really long time, but the problem is I always have to go to the gym. And a lot of times I want to sauna at night when I'm cozy at home. I just don't want to leave. That's why using the infrared sauna blanket at home has been so amazing. This is a really great way to ease stress and unwind at the end of the day. It's also really good to detoxify and it promotes um, lower inflammation in the body, which is really, really huge. What's also really cool is that because this is a blanket, your head is out of it. So it's honestly, I find it's easier to stay in this longer. And because my head is out of it, I'm able to like read a little bit longer and my body still gets all the good benefits that I get while being in the sauna blanket. It's really easy to set up and it's also really easy to clean. It takes less than a minute to set up. It heats up really quickly and I can enjoy like a 30, 40 minute session in the sauna blanket while I'm relaxing, reading, watching TV, meditating. While if I'm in the sauna, I can really only stay in it for like 15 minutes because it gets so hot and uncomfortable, but because my head's out, I'm able to stay in it longer, but I still get all the benefits of it. I just feel so much more relaxed after my sessions. I just feel really, really good. And I just love ending my night with a sauna. Bond Charge ships worldwide in 
rapid time. They have free shipping on every sauna blanket. They also have easy returns and exchanges, and they have a 12-month warranty. If you're interested, go to bondcharge.com manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15%. That's B-O-N-C-H-A-R-G-E dot com slash manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15% off on your purchase. That's bondcharge.com slash manifest. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't a search at all. So don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. So ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things that I love about Indeed is that I've been able to use it for all of my businesses across uh, the last few years, and it's been really amazing. What I love the most is that I'm able to put down like exactly what it is that I want on Indeed and the candidates that match that get sent right to me. And then the hard part actually becomes narrowing down which ones are the best for me because they all are exactly what I'm looking for. And then it really just comes down to like, which do I vibe with the best? And that's honestly pretty hard to choose from. But Indeed makes it really easy for me to find really good quality candidates that find exactly what I'm looking for instantly. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more that you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash manifest. Just go to indeed.com slash manifest right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash manifest. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. On Wednesday night, um, I had dinner with my parents and that was really nice. Typically, I have dinner with my parents on like Thursday nights or not Thursday nights, Sunday nights. But on one of the days, it was really nice out and I got done all my work early and I think I got done at like four or something. And typically on a day like that, when I got done my work early, I would have just sat down and like scrolled on my phone for like an hour or two. But I just went over to my parents, went for a walk with my mom and their dog. And then I stayed for dinner and then I came home and I got ice cream with my boyfriend. So that was a really fun night. I enjoyed it a lot and it was something different that I normally wouldn't do. So I really enjoyed that. Another thing that I did was I watched two full Batman movies and I really enjoyed both of them. Um, I normally don't watch movies and whenever I do watch movies, I get really bored and I will just start like scrolling on Instagram. But this time, because I didn't have Instagram to like scroll through, um, I actually picked out the Batman movie too, because my boyfriend like loves like Avengers, DC, Batman, like all that kind of stuff. So whenever he like watches those movies. I tend to just like half watch them, half not. But this time we were at the beach and I saw The Dark Knight on Netflix and I was like, what's that about? And he was like, oh my God, it's a Batman movie. It's about the Joker. Like you'd love it. So we watched it and it was really, really good. And then the next day we watched The Dark Knight Rises and that was also really, really good. And I was like fully present for both of the movies and I really loved them. They were really, really great movies. So I was able to like be fully present watching a movie and that was really fun. Um, next thing I noticed was I made significant progress on the studio. So Stride Seattle is opening in, um, when you guys are listening, it's opening up this weekend for the season, which is crazy because it just comes so fast every single year. So it's opening up this weekend and there was just a lot of stuff that I had to do, like little stuff that just adds up. And I was able to make really great progress on that. And the other thing was I was able to make really great progress on new products for the Manifest Planner. For the past like couple months, the Manifest Planner direction has kind of been like up in the air because I wasn't sure if I wanted to go digital, if I wanted to go physical. 
Um, where I just wanted to like spend my time, money, and energy for the company and like how I wanted to scale it, how I wanted to grow it, all those sorts of things. But I feel like in this past week, I've been able to get a lot of clarity and I feel like I've made it actually a lot of progress in the next couple of products for the manifest planner. And I'll be talking about that later in today's episode as well. Um, the next thing was I hit my first full week of marathon training runs. And in addition to that, I was I was steady running a sub 10 minute mile. So every single week since I started training for the marathon, I've missed one run for one reason or another, whether it be like the weather was bad or the timing didn't work out, or I just like wanted a rest day or like whatever the reason was. Um, I never had like a week where I completely hit every single run. And this past week was the first week since I started like full on marathon training that I hit every single run of my training runs and that felt really, really good. But on top of that, I typically run anywhere from like a 10 to like a 10, 50 minute mile. And this week on Thursday and Sunday for my long runs, I actually hit um, like a 9.29 to like a 9.45 pace. So sub 10 minute mile. And I was really proud of myself. That was like, I think the the first time that I had like consecutive negative splits. And that was really awesome to see. And then, um, I texted my running coach on Thursday and I was like, Oh, like, look, look what I did. Like I hit my, like I hit a 10, a sub 10 minute mile. And he was like, awesome. Like now let's try and get that for a Sunday long run. And then that Sunday for my long run, I hit it again. So that was really exciting. And it just made me feel really good. Um, the next thing that I started doing was actually asking, okay, this sound makes me sound like the worst person in the world. And this is a lot to do with my boyfriend because we see each other every single day, but just like bear with me here. I started asking my boyfriend about the things that he was saying rather than just being like, oh, what I mean by this is like, he will just like comment on things all the time. Like if we'll be driving, he'll be like, oh my God, like that car is crazy. And normally I'll just be like, yeah, or, oh, cool. Or, but now I started being like, oh, what about it is crazy. You know what I mean? Um, and I actually saw a thing that was like couples stay together longer when you ask about what your partner is talking about rather than just acknowledging it and moving on. So I've been like more mindful of like asking like, oh, what do you mean? Or like engaging in the conversation rather than just acknowledging it. And it's been really cool. Like we've been able to spark new conversations. He's like really into cars right now, which is like a new thing for him. So um, I'm just trying to like ask him more questions about it. He like wants to explain like manual driving to me. I'm like, yeah, cool. Like sounds awesome. Like maybe you can teach me, you know, and probably one day I'll never do it, but like, hey, it leads to conversation. Um, so yeah, that's been really interesting. And it's just like wild that like all of this is just stemmed from not scrolling on Instagram and just like noticing like life around me. It's really, really crazy. The next thing was I texted those that cared about things I was doing rather than like posting it on Instagram. For example, my runs. When I was running on Thursday and I hit my first sub 10 minute mile for like a consecutive five miles, I texted um, my friend Britt. I texted my running coach. I texted my mom and I texted my best friend Lindsay. And I was like, look, like, look what I did. And those four people like genuinely cared about it. And they were really excited as opposed to like me putting on Instagram for maybe those same four people to comment about it. But now I just have to bother like thousands of other people by seeing what I post. You know what I mean? So I just reached out to the people that genuinely cared about like things that I was doing. And that was really cool for me. Um, the next thing was I was forced to kind of rethink marketing to those that aren't on social media. For example, um, if I'm marketing the manifest planner to people and my main force of marketing is social media, I'm missing a huge demographic of people that aren't on social media like myself. Like, I don't know really much of what's being posted with well, I do because I see the social calendars, but if I wasn't on social media, which I'm not, but I don't see the posts really. Like I don't like to me, it feels like nothing about the manifest planner has been promoted or same with stride CL or anything like that, just because I'm not physically seeing it. But I know that a lot of work is going in behind the scenes. So it's kind of made me think like, okay, if social media wasn't a thing, how else do I reach clients? How else do I drive up sales? And that's been really interesting. And that's been really cool to like think outside of the social media box. And it's just reinforced the idea that like, yes, yeah, social media is a really powerful tool, but if it wasn't there, like what else would I be doing? And that's kind of where I want to focus to like, what more can I be doing other than just social media? Um, and then the last thing was I thought of specific people that I follow and I thought like, oh, I haven't heard from them in a while, or I haven't seen them in a while when really I just haven't seen what they've been posting. And 
like I think of this one influencer in particular, I'm like, oh, like I don't know what they've been up to, but it's just because like I haven't checked on them and they don't even know who I am. You know what I mean? Like there are some people that like, I'm just like curious what they're up to, but I don't genuinely care. Do you know what I mean? That sounds harsh, but what I mean by that is like, someone that I genuinely cared about, I would text them and be like, Hey, how are you? Let's get together whatever. But if it's an influencer that I'm just like curious about their life and I enjoy following their life and I enjoy seeing their content, if I wanted to go check on their Instagram, like I totally could, but I couldn't text them and be like, Hey, what are you up to? And that's the difference between like following like an influencer, following a celebrity, whatever it might be and having genuine connections in your life. And I would rather have the genuine connection path than like knowing what like someone's up to on like a random Tuesday afternoon. Do you know what I mean? Um, so yeah, those things I noticed just from one week of no scrolling and, um, the first like two or three days I would notice that like, I would just randomly go on Instagram and just like scroll without meaning to, like I would open up the app and not even know how I got on the app and then like immediately exit away and be like, I don't even remember opening the app. Like that's crazy that I was on there. Um, And then I would just close it out and like move on with my day at night. Actually, the first two nights I was anxious because I just felt like I just didn't have like a wind down routine. So I started using um, the Calm app more than I normally do. I normally use it like pretty much every day, but I was using it like twice a day and I was just doing a lot of like anti-anxiety things and just like calming down at night. And that was really, really helpful for me. It's just so crazy that like Instagram really was like such a big part of my wind down routine. Um, so I definitely enjoyed not doing that. Um, but I did feel anxious like the first night or two, but that went away pretty quickly. And after like the third day, I completely stopped missing Instagram altogether. I didn't crave it. I didn't think about it. I didn't really care what anyone was posting. Um, I felt a little left out, especially on Monday morning. I just feel like Mondays, I have a lot to post. I have new podcast episodes. I teach Monday nights. I don't know. I just feel like I have to like post on Mondays. So during my Monday run two days ago, I did feel like a little anxious and I'm like, I feel like I should just like go up and like post some stuff on Instagram, which eventually I did. And I was really glad that I did it, but I did it without scrolling. So that was another win for me. Um, but yeah, um, it definitely just makes me think outside of the box at times and realize like how small minded my marketing strategies in particular are. Um, and at times I felt a little left out, like, I was talking to Lindsay on the phone yesterday and she was like talking about her Coachella outfits. And I was like, Oh, what'd you wear? And she was like, I posted them. I was like, well, I didn't see them. So like there are times like I definitely did feel like left out and like the world does happen on social media as well. Um, but I didn't feel like I was missing out on anything important. Like, you know what I mean? Like we're talking about Coachella outfits. Like there are bigger things in the world to think about. So it wasn't anything crazy important. And it was just like a crazy week that like all of that stuff happened just in one week. And I'm really excited to continue not scrolling and I'll keep you guys updated on this journey if you are interested. But anyway, that's enough about scrolling and let's get on to summer and time management tips for the summer. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com.
So I really love the summer and I always have, and I just love it even more when I get to spend it at the beach. Like that has just been really, really amazing. And I just feel like I live nine months for the three months, meaning like I live like nine months of like the cold and the Pennsylvania cold winters, which are just really not fun for the three months of like glorious summertime. So I always really want to enjoy summer the most of my ability every single year. And I always have like some goals going into the summertime that I always want to hit regardless of like last year, one of my goals was to go to this bar and make it to napkins, which is pretty much when at like 2 a.m. or 1 a.m. I don't know. I've never been, so I never hit this goal. You guys will hear in a second, but the goal is um, to go and you stay open, you go out until like 1 or 2 a.m. And then they throw napkins up in the air and then napkins all come down, whatever, blah, blah, blah. I've never made it to napkins. And like that was one of my goals last summer. I was, I was like, I want to make it to napkins this year. Well, I didn't. And I just didn't care to. Like there was one night where I was like, I think I'll, I'll try tonight. But then I went out and I was like, I'm literally not having fun. So I went back home and I still have never made it to napkins. And I'm like totally okay with that. But what I'm getting at is that every single summer, I like to have some sort of goals going into my summer. Um, and that's kind of what today is. We're going to definitely talk about my summer goals, my summer priorities, and how to time manage both of those things to also enjoy your summer. But I also kind of wanted to get a summer episode out before schools let out and before like the craziness of summer really does kick in um, because I want the time to manifest. I want the time to plan loosely. And I also want the time to really decide like how I want my summer to go. It's also really funny because I was talking to my mom when I went over last week. Um, we were on a walk and we were like talking about like our summer plans and our summer weekends. And it's kind of already begun. Like uh, my mom and I were like, this weekend we're going to do this. And then this weekend that, and then that weekend I have this. And we both kind of realized that like, we don't have another free weekend until like October. So like the summer weekends have already begun where it's just like crazy stuff, like back to back to back to back. And I'm sure I'm going to end up like not going to some of the stuff that I said I was going to go to, um, just because you just need to like relax sometimes. You know what I mean? But, um, I feel like the summer has kind of like already begun like travel and everything. I'm going back and forth from the studios, which is, I have one in the suburbs of Philly and one down at the Jersey shore, which is about an hour and a half to two hour drive, um, between the two locations. So I do that commute, um, each week and stuff like that. So it's kind of just like already begun. And like I was saying earlier, as I was playing this episode, it started in a much different direction than how it ended up. It was going to be like, a very summer reset, how to be like mentally and physically unrecognizable in 90 days, meaning like what can you do in these next 90 days to reach your higher self, to become your best self. And it was very routine oriented. And once I just got into like the very nitty gritty of it, actually like the morning routine, the daily routine, I just started to get so overwhelmed and I had to like step away because I was like so hyper fixated on my morning routine. What I mean by this is like, I'm very type A and I like everything to be done at the same time every single day when it comes to routines. So in the summer, the rules kind of just naturally fly out the window. And when I sit down and plan a routine where there kind of isn't like a set in stone routine every day, I tend to spiral and go absolutely crazy. So I needed to like step away from this for a little bit. And that's when I went downstairs, talked to my boyfriend. He's like, it's going to be okay. Like you just have to take it a day at a time. He was totally right. I touched some grass. Like I like got perspective on my life. I'm like, I'm so blessed. I live such an amazing life and I need to be able to like enjoy my summer and not be so like type A over the summer and just kind of let life happen and be flexible. And I feel like that is like the word of the episode is flexible, flexibility, having priorities and goals and having goals that can fit into your priorities and be flexible within your daily schedule of the summer. So kind of like reeling this back into time management. Let's begin with priorities. So for me, for the summer, I have my three main priorities. And I also want you guys to think about what priorities you have for the summer, whether your priority is like, this might be your last summer before you have to get a full-time job, or maybe this is your last summer before you're going into college, or maybe this is a summer where it's the first time you have a job and you're working for the first time over summer. And it's like a new foreign thing for you. 
Um, or maybe this is just like a normal summer for you. And it's just like, yeah, it's just another summer for me. And I just want to have fun and I want to work and I want to enjoy it. But life pretty much continues as normal, whatever it might be for you. And I, this is going to be different for everyone. I want you to think of between like one to three priorities. My three priorities for the summer are number one. Well, these are in no particular order. They're all like equal to me. Number one is marathon training. Um, you guys know that I'm running the Philly marathon in November. So that means that like the bulk of my marathon training will be over the summer. Um, so that is beginning. I'm already in marathon training, but it's amped up in April and it really amps up in May. I'm going from running four days a week. I was running three days a week and then in April it was four days a week and then in May it's going to be five days a week. And I don't think it's going to go back to like four days a week until like I'm done the marathon. So I'm like in it. So May it's going to be five days a week. So, oh wait, is today May 1st as this episode launches? It is May 1st. (gasps) Happy May 1st. Oh my God. Happy May. I just love this. I love when a Monday's on a like new month. It's just the best thing ever. Okay. Happy May 1st to everybody. So yeah, now that it's May, I'm running five days a week and that has definitely amped up and that um, is a main priority for me. So main priority, marathon training. The second priority is Stride Sea Isle, which is my seasonal summer business that I have down at the shore. Sea Isle um, is a town on the Jersey Shore. And Stride is my studio that I own. It's a spin and fitness studio. And down in Seattle, we offer um, rhythmic spin and traditional spin classes and um, beach mat Pilates. So that is only open during like the summer months. So this year will be open from May until probably November. But the main months that it's really open are Memorial Day to Labor Day. Um, so Stride Seattle is definitely a priority of mine considering it's a seasonal business. So we got to get the most bang for our buck in only 16 weeks. And number three is the Manifest Planner product launches. I have two new product launches that I want to launch in August. Um, I think one will be July and then one will be August, but you guys will see what they are very soon. I'm working on both of them and I'm really excited about both of them. Um, the digital one, I can just tell you guys, the digital one is going to be probably launching in July and it's just a mid-year academic planner digital. And that is going to be really exciting because a lot of you guys purchased the very first manifest planner ever released. And that was an August start. So this is like my second year that I have to release that, but I think I'm going to do two versions. I'm going to do the classic version, which is the manifest planner that we all know and love, but then I'm going to do a modern version where it's just going to look a little bit different. And I'm excited to like play with the format a little bit and switch that up. And then I'm also going to do a physical launch of a newer product. And it's pretty much going to be the manifest planner, but smaller and more portable and a little bit more condensed. Now that the manifest planner has been out for like a little bit of time, I genuinely get the gist of what people mostly use and mostly do not use as much. Um, and I'm able to condense it, make it smaller and still have like all the necessities that the manifest planner has. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited to launch that and I'm hoping to launch that in August. So stay tuned for that. So yeah, those are my three priorities, marathon training, stride CIL and manifest planner product launches. Now, all of those three things I tend to do in the morning currently, meaning I wake up and then I run. Um, and then I'm most creative in the morning. So like typically right after my runs is when I'll begin working on the manifest planner products. But also here's the new thing that throws a wrench in it is that stride sea isle has classes in the morning, um, because it is a beach town classes that would happen like in the middle of the day or at night just aren't really as popular because in the middle of the day, people are on the beach or they're vacationing and they just don't want to like work out in the middle of the day. And then at night, same thing because it's a tourist vacation beach town. A lot of times people are going out to dinner. Um, like think about like when you guys like go on vacation and stuff, like you go on the beach and then you go back to your house or your hotel, you shower, you go out to dinner and then you like do night things. So like, that's like pretty much how like the lifestyle is in Sea Isle as well. So you kind of just have to like go with when people will attend classes and people will typically attend classes in the morning. So all three of my priorities typically happen in the morning. So I was trying to like squeeze so much into the morning and you just can't possibly do like the three most important things all at the same time. 
And if I were to like sit here and try and figure out a way to make that happen, I would just continue to get myself stressed out and just cry about it because it would never be able to happen. And I can thank the crying um, for my period with that one. But I just want to like preface this entire episode by saying that I don't want you to focus on how every single day of the summer will look like and plan out every single day so meticulously and so perfectly because it's not going to go to plan. So what you need to do is just remain flexible and realize that if you were to sit here and just try and figure out how everything's going to happen all at once, you're just going to let yourself down. So just remain flexible. I truly think that in the summer, especially when everyone is busier and everyone wants to be doing more and more and more, the days are longer, the weather is nicer, we want to go outside, we want to go do things. The way that we get what's most important to us done is by being flexible. You can work hard and go out for drinks. You can have an early morning run and make it to your job. You can take a walk in the middle of the day and hit your work deadline. You can go on the fun vacation that you deserve and have the financial means to do so. If you just allow your days to be flexible this summer, it can all be done. For me specifically, every day might look different, but as long as I just hit my three priorities 80% of the week, I'm in really good shape. Like I'm golden. And I might just have to run at like 4.30 p.m. instead of 6.30 a.m. Or I might have to be creative at 11 a.m. instead of 8 a.m. And that's just like the way that the cookie crumbles and that's okay. And I think that's really what it comes down to is just being okay with the fact that it's not always going to look perfect. And you have to accept that it's just not going to be perfect every single day. And that just has to be okay. And sometimes that's hard. And especially like for people that don't think like me and that don't have like kind of the type A brain that might be listening to this and be like, oh my God, she's so dramatic. But for people that are like me and do think like me and really do like thrive on like lists and type A, like you get what I'm saying when it's like when you don't have the structure or the order or the routine, it drives you crazy. But once you realize that like you can still hit what you need to do every single day, it just might look different every day. It's just an adjustment, but that doesn't mean that it's wrong. Like this morning specifically when I was really overwhelmed, I stepped away for a little bit and I came back and I just started getting busy. I had a lot of tasks today that I had to get done. I had to do um, record this podcast. I had Stride CL admin work. I wanted to create new products for the manifest planner. I had to get my taxes over to my accountant because I always do taxes later in the year because we always get an extension. Um, so I always do my taxes like a month or so after everyone else is always like tax, tax, tax. I'm like, yeah, I get the extension every year. I don't know why she does that, but she always does. And it's like the best thing ever when my accountant files an extension for us. Um, so I have to do my taxes later today. I want to go for a run later today. I have like a training run later today. I just had a lot of things that I had to do. And I was sitting here at my computer and I was like trying to figure out when I was going to do everything. And I was just getting so stressed out. So all, you know what I did? I just started. I just started doing the smallest stride seat admin work that I had to do. And one thing just snowballed into another. And before I knew it, an hour passed and I got done all the admin work that I had to do. And then suddenly I just felt better. I felt way more clear. I felt like I actually knew what I wanted to do next. I felt like I had such mental clarity and I was able to have like a really great game plan with the rest of my day. Sure, I didn't run yet, but I knew that after like my two o'clock meeting, I was going to. And sure, I didn't record my podcast yet, but I knew as soon as I was done scripting it out, I was going to. And sure, I didn't get my taxes to my accountant yet today, but if I don't have time today, then I'll just do it tomorrow morning before I go down to the shore. And like, that's just going to have to be okay. And you know what? It's a great day. The sun is shining. I'm so blessed to be alive today. I'm blessed to have responsibilities to do. And that's just going to have to be okay today. So I'm allowing myself to be flexible to get everything done. So if at all this summer you feel really overwhelmed trying to fit it all in, trying to get everything done, trying to hit your work deadlines, trying to see friends for drinks, trying to go to the beach, trying to get on vacations, trying to like go out and enjoy your life, I just want to encourage you to be flexible in your days and realize that not every day will look perfect on paper, but that's okay. When we look back on our lives and we look back on our summers, we're not going to remember like the days that we perfectly stuck to our routines. We're going to remember the days that we had fun, we were spontaneous, that we enjoyed what we did. Those are the days that I want you to remember and that's how I want you to that's why I want to encourage you to live your life this summer, to be spontaneous, to live in the moment and still be really proud of the progress that you're making along the way, even though that progress might not look perfect on paper. Progress over perfection any day. 
Life happens when you're busy making plans. And you guys know that's one of my favorite quotes ever. So go into the summer with a flexible mindset and goals to hit throughout the summer and then micro goals to hit every day. The goal will be checked off whether it happens at 9 a.m. or 9 p.m. So make the most of your time and do not let time control you. So with the priorities, I have also made goals. So I have three priorities, but I have four goals. One of them is like a fun one and you'll hear in a minute. And this is kind of where I want like that connection to be made where your goals come from your priorities. So let's talk about my goals that I have for the summer. Goal number one is with my priority of running a marathon. And the goal is to run 80% of my training runs for the marathon, which is about 60 runs. Um, I just calculated like how many runs I will have from uh, Memorial Day to Labor Day weekend and what 80% of those runs will be and it's about 60 runs. So if I can hit 60 runs from Memorial Day to Labor Day weekend, I will be golden. Number two is jump in the ocean after each training run that I do at the beach. This is just like a fun goal for me. And it's also just one that I want to do because last summer I did not jump in the ocean once. I did not go in the bay once. And I wish I did. Like I really want to be like just more of like an ocean girl. Like I love the beach, but I just don't really go in the ocean as much. Um, and it's kind of, I don't know, like as I've gotten older, I just developed more of like a fear of swimming in the ocean. And I don't know why it literally came out of nowhere and I don't want that fear. So I want to jump in the ocean after each beach training run. It will feel one really, really good. And two, it will just be a good way to kind of like get over this weird fear that I've just out of nowhere developed of swimming in the ocean. It's not that I'm afraid of it. It's more I'm afraid of like the waves and like getting caught up in a wave. I don't know. It's so weird because I used to like jump the waves, swim in the waves. Like I used to love swimming in the ocean. And don't get me wrong. I love the ocean. I love looking at the ocean. I love walking in the ocean. I love like wavering in the ocean, but going out and swimming in the ocean over the past like two years, I've just developed a weird fear of it. Now I don't do it, but I want to this summer. So that would be like step one of getting over that. So after every single run that I do at the beach, I want to jump in the ocean afterwards. Okay. My third goal is to launch two new products of the manifest planner. And I kind of already talked about them. And then my third goal is to be present at stride sea isle four days a week. So those are my goals and those are all based on my priorities. So like I was saying at the beginning, having goals will allow me to keep my priorities straight over the summer because like if I'm looking at a calendar of rather full days and weekends, it's really, really easy to get overwhelmed. Like I could like pull up my Google calendar, my manifest plan or whatever it might be and look at all of the things that I have to do this summer. All the weddings, all the birthday parties, all the Stride Sea Isle events, all the Stride Phoenixville events, all my training runs, all social events, just work things. Like life can get really chaotic really, really fast. And the summer is just so go, 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 it feels like. So if I were to look at like a general like bird's eye view of my summer, like I could get really overwhelmed really, really quickly. And when I am overwhelmed, I can refer back to my goals that I just said and ask myself, if this is not going to progress one of my goals or hit one of my priorities, is it worth it to me? And if the answer is yes, then I'll make time for it. And if the answer is no, then I will move it to another day or I just won't do it that day. For example, like if one day I know that I want to go to Stride Sea Isle for a couple hours in the morning and I have like a two hour training run um, and it's going to be like 90 degrees that day and I can't run at night because I have like a family dinner and a friend wants to see me in that day. Maybe I can't do it that day because the middle of the day I need to work or maybe they work or the morning I know I'm going to run and at night I know I'm going to have a family dinner. So it just can't work that day and maybe it'll work the next day. So you're allowed to say no to certain things and just rearrange what will work for you based on your priorities and your goals, which is why it's important to have priorities and your goals. Um, this is also where a stern yet flexible goal is really, really important. For example, if my goal was to hit every single training run of the entire summer, there are going to be days where I just like don't run and that's just life. And if my goal was to hit every single one of my training runs and I didn't one day, I would have already failed my goal. 
But if my goal is to hit 80% and allow for wiggle room, aka life, then I'm golden for success. I'm allowing for flexibility in my goals. And like, like I said earlier, like let's face it, I just said like 10 times. There will be days that I don't run and it could be for whatever reason. Like maybe I don't feel good. The weather sucks. The humidity is way too much. It's way too freaking hot out. I just don't feel like it. I ran out of time. I chose to do something else. Like whatever the reason is, choosing a flexible goal of 80% of my training runs to fit into my priority to train a marathon is good enough for me and it's still hitting my goals and I still feel really accomplished and really successful. So do you kind of see how the goals go alongside with the priority? My priority is Stride Sea Isle, so my goal is to be at Stride Sea Isle four days a week. My priority is a manifest planner, so my goal is to release two new products by August of 2023. In the book, 4,000 Weeks, the author talks about how essentially we cannot get everything done and how that's okay. We just have to be okay with not getting everything done. So it's important for you to choose what matters most and just do it. If what matters the most to you is taking a beach day and sacrificing work to relax and that's worth it for you, then do it. If that also means saying no to a happy hour with a friend that you have either just recently caught up with or maybe it's someone that you just don't feel like catching up with at that time or maybe you just have other things that you need to do. Um, or maybe it's just like not reason enough to go out with a happy hour just for the sake of like, oh, it's nice out and it's going to put you behind in a deadline or behind at work or whatever the reason might be, then don't do it. I can sit here and tell you like all day what's important and what's not. Um, oh, I meant to say I can't. I think I said I can. I cannot sit here and tell you all day what's important and what's not, but I can encourage you to know your priorities and make goals of those priorities and then say yes or no to the things that align with your goals and your priorities. 20% of my runs, like I said, will be skipped for fun social interactions or rest days. Three mornings of my week will be spent not the studio for creative hours or a slow-paced morning. Two products will be released instead of 10 because that's just simply realistic for me. Not every day is meant to be perfect, so take it one day at a time and maximize the hour in each day with the goals and priorities in the back of your mind. And some days, goals and priorities will just have to take a backseat and like that's just simply going to have to be okay. My normal advice to things like this whenever I get like stressed out, overwhelmed, or I just want to like generally feel like I have like my life together is I always like to sit down and plan my ideal week in the manifest planner. But that advice has honestly gone out the window for me when it comes to this really busy season of life because like I said earlier, my top three priorities kind of typically all happen at the same time each day in the morning and I simply can't live a life where I do three things at once and where my three most important things are battling for time like they all deserve time. So I'm just going to have to be flexible and typically if I run in the mornings, like I'm just going to have to move some to the afternoon. I'm just going to have to move my creative hour to later in the day. There are just going to be things that just have to be moved around. So if I were to sit here and tell you guys like my ideal week would be this, it would just be so unrealistic because it just wouldn't line up with how life actually is. So instead, I will take it day by day and my daily process is going to look something like this. First, I'm going to sit down with my agenda in front of me and I'm going to figure out the time commitments. What time do I need to be at certain things at work, at commitments that I've made at social events, whatever it is, stuff like that. For me, work is stride sea aisle, so I will block off the time that I need to be there. And remember, I want to be there four days a week. So I'm going to choose four days that week that makes sense for me to be at stride sea aisle for a couple hours each of those four days. Then I know what days I need to run. I have five days a week that I run. So I will plan the time to run around stride sea aisle. Um, and the summer is also kind of tricky when it comes to running because of the humidity. So it's like, do I want to run early, early, early in the morning and sacrifice sleep? Or do I want to run later in the day and sacrifice like social events at night? It's one of the two and both of them come with a sacrifice. And some days the answer is going to be sleep. And some days the answer is going to be social events. And other days the answer is going to be, I don't have any social events, so I'll just do it at night. And other days the answer is going to be, well, no, it's pretty much always going to be that because it's just going to be hot no matter what. 
the humidity really does get you. And like, and if you want to avoid the humidity, you have to just like run at 6am. And that is really nice to do some days, but then typically I am a little bit more tired for those runs, but like, that's totally fine. That's just how life has to happen sometimes. But I also do prioritize eight hours of sleep. So see, this is like where I tend to spiral because I'm like, okay, if I'm going to wake up at five, so that I have an hour before my run, then I need to wake up at five, which means I need to go to bed at what's eight hours of sleep, nine which is like when the sun sets at night. So like that can happen, but then I just wouldn't be able to like stay out late and like have like a crazy fun night. It's not like I do that anyway, but do you see what I mean? Like you just, I, if I were to sit here and plan every single day, like months in advance, it just would lead to stress. And I probably even follow through with the plan when the day actually came. So anyway, I'm getting ahead of myself. Time commitments. What time do I need to be at work? The next thing, do I need to run that day? If so, what time of day am I going to run? And that really just depends on the humidity, the weather, and other time commitments that I have. And then lastly, do I need to work on the Manifest Planner products? If the answer is yes, I will schedule creative free time in that day. And that's pretty much how the process will go. So once those three priorities are built into my daily agenda, and remember, not not every day has to have all three. There's going to be two days that I don't run. There's going to be three days that I'm not at the studio and I'm not going to be working on my products every single day. So there's going to be days where I have all three. There's going to be days where I have only one. There's going to be days where I have two. There's going to be days when I have none of them. So as long as I start my daily process of planning with my three priorities in mind and what time I can kind of get them all done. And that time might be unconventional and different every single day. That's just going to have to be okay. And while it's not my normal ideal weekly routine, for example, like right now I'm in a really solid weekly routine. And the fact that that's going to get like shifted and thrown off is kind of just beyond to me, it's a little bizarre, um, but it's just going to have to be okay and it's going to have to be good enough and I'm going to have a great summer regardless. So starting with my priorities, finding the time for a priority every single day to hit my goals and then scheduling around that, scheduling social hours around that, scheduling admin work around that, scheduling work times around that, scheduling beach days around that, just scheduling things that like fill me with life around that. In addition to time management, I also want to encourage you to find things in your daily routine that really ground you and bring you back to the reality and out of like this whole time warp vortex. Time is something that we all only have 24 hours of every single day. Eight of them need to be sleeping. We have time commitments to other things. So we really only have like 112 working hours. I say working like hours to work with a week. And of those 112, I just want you to maximize them as best you can, whether that means taking it slow or creating something that you're proud of or hitting a priority or hitting a goal, whatever it might be. Um, and just kind of bring yourself out of like that vortex of time and that this whole time warp of of it all. And for me, things in the summer include like beach walks, um, sitting by the ocean, watching the sunrise or the sunset. These things all really calm me down and just remind me that like life is happening. Like let me slow down and enjoy my life rather than just be high strung and anxious that like I didn't hit like my creative hour at 12 PM, like life will continue. So beach walks, sitting by the ocean and just like watching the birds, sometimes like having music playing and headphones is just like amazing. Watching the sunrise and watching the sunset, one, it's really good for your circadian rhythm, but two, it's just so beautiful just to watch like what the earth does for us every single day and we miss it half the time. It's just so beautiful. Reading, um, I love to read in the summertime. I feel like I just do a lot more of it. Journaling has always brought me back down to reality, back down to my feet and just always has made me feel really good and really grounded. So continuing to practice journaling, um, taking a bath, soaking, especially now that like my running volume has definitely increased, taking the time to like soak my legs and just to nurture my body has been so, so important. Important and it just feels so nourishing and so good to just take a bath. Um, swimming is the next one. Like I said, this is something that I just really want to work on this summer, but it's also just fun. It just brings you back to like who you were as a kid, like whether you're in a swimming pool or in the ocean or in the bay, like it's just fun to swim around and just be a kid again. Have a mocktail on the deck um, or going out with friends and getting a mocktail. Like it's like the best way to end a work day is just to like go get a drink with a friend. Um, for me, I don't think I will drink this summer. I'm loving not drinking, so I'll just continue on this path. But 
I still like the ritual of like going to a happy hour. Like it's one of my favorite things. Um, cooking or baking. I love just being able to make food for myself. It just feels really good and really nourishing. And it's a great way to unwind. And lastly, it's just to simply like step away from work and life's responsibilities. It's so easy to just get caught up in like the rat race of goals and priorities, but just being able to step away from it all and just enjoy your life and just like reflect and be like, I'm so blessed that I have work to stress about. Like some people search every day for a job and I'm so blessed that I have a job. I'm so blessed that like I I have friends to see. I'm so blessed that I have opportunities to get out of my head and opportunities to really enjoy my summer, like just really be blessed and enjoy all that life has to offer. So I hope that in some capacity, this episode has been at all helpful for you. And I just hope that you know that it is okay to change how you do things, especially for a busy season of your life. Embrace it because it won't last forever. And these are typically the seasons that we learn the most, we grow the most, and um, you're always going to remember it. So take it day by day. You so got this. I believe in you. And I hope this episode was at all helpful. And if anything, be flexible this summer. So guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Manifest with Tori Simone. Um, This is always on video if you guys want to watch on YouTube. It's just uh, youtube.com slash manifest with Tori Desmond. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I will talk to you guys next Monday. I love you guys. Happy May and I'll see you guys soon. Bye guys.